Welcome back to Two Sisters at a TV, the classic TV podcast where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. Hope that you all had a marvelous Christmas yesterday. Hope Santa brought you everything you wanted. As for us, well, definitely no complaints. It was a good day and uh, glad that it's over though because I love Christmas, always have. But sometimes the expectations of that one particular holiday are a little bit too far-fetched, a little bit too high. Meaning that if everything isn't just absolutely perfect, even if the tiniest thing is off, the whole day is ruined. So that's why my Christmases these days definitely more emotionally detached than what they used to be. So something isn't quite right. If something does have me a little bit off, I still have a good time with the day anyway. But I hope that uh, you're enjoying the rest of the holiday season. And today we're going to take a look at That's My Mama. That's my mama. Yeah, I I never did like that theme song. (laughs) I didn't like it back then as a kid. I I don't like it now. Um... They changed the theme song to That's My Mama in the second season. Now, the first season had this really, I mean, 70s soul, groovy, funk-infused theme song, which I still love. Of course, both themes are on YouTube, as well as some of the episodes in their entirety, and it is being streamed, I found out recently, over on Tubi. But uh, I remember being four years old, and that we were at, uh, my mom and I were at our grandparents' house. And it was at night. That's my mom was just coming on. They, you know, they, you know, did the theme song. And then afterwards, we left to go somewhere. And I remember I was sitting, uh, my mom was in the passenger seat of my grandmother's, grandparents, rather, 1968 Chevy. And I was sitting on my mom's lap. Of course, this was 1975. And uh, we weren't wearing seatbelts. We just didn't wear seats, seat belts like we do now back then. Not the smartest move, but, you know, it's the times. But uh, I remember, I don't remember where we went, but I do remember that that theme song just bothered me. It just was stuck in my head for about a good 20, 30 minutes, and it just, it just bothered me. So I still don't like the theme song. The second theme song was written and composed by um, Lamont Dozier of Holland Dozier Holland you know they were the writing team who wrote for Motown wrote all those unforgettable songs by the Supremes but uh that's my mama aired on ABC debuting on September the 4th 1974 ending on December uh, 24th 1975 39 episodes aired um now here's how it all actually got started with that's my mama Now, a year before the series made its debut, ABC aired a pilot of, um, you know, a different kind of a pilot with Godfrey Cambridge in the role of Oscar First. And the original title of the show was The First F-U-R-S-T Family of Washington. So it was not originally called That's My Mama. ABC changed the name of the show after the pilot aired. The pilot didn't do too bad in the ratings. That's why ABC decided to turn it into a series. Um, It was never a rating success, unfortunately. One reason is because it aired opposite Little House on the Prairie, which is over on NBC. Um, Little House definitely cut into the ratings significantly. Uh, 
But the show was about uh, Clifton Curtis, portrayed by Clifton Davis. Clifton Curtis inherited his father's uh, uh, barbershop. Oscar was his dad, and he had passed away recently, and he inherited his barbershop. And he worked there while living with his mother, Eloise, or as everyone called her, Mama. She was portrayed by, uh, by Teresa Merritt. And, you know, Clifton enjoyed, you know, being a businessman and he enjoyed, you know, doing his own thing, you know, having his own business and setting his own hours and working as he wanted to. And he was definitely a very good looking guy. Clifton Davis in his 70s now, still not a bad looking man. And, uh, you know, he was living, like I said, with his mother, but he was a uh, ladies man to boot. He was a playboy and... His mother always wanted him to kind of settle down, wanted him to become a lot like his father, Oscar, get married and start a family. But he was in no hurry to do any of that. So he just kept, you know, playing the field, going out with different girls and just enjoying his life, hanging out with his buddies. His best friend was Earl, portrayed by Teddy Wilson, best known as being Sweet Daddy over on Good Times. Now, the character of Earl was, for the first two episodes, portrayed by Ed Bernard. Ed Bernard would go on to be best known for being over on Police Woman. He was Styles for four years, and he was uh, Jim Willis, the principal of Carver High on The White Shadow. Now, why he was replaced, we weren't able to find that out. But uh, after he was replaced, for whatever reason, by Teddy Wilson, he was, because they had the same production company, that's my mama and police woman. So he was uh, given the role on police woman. And of course, you know, that worked out very well because police woman was a big hit and lasted for four years over on NBC. Also in the show was Clifton's little sister, Tracy, originally portrayed by Lynn Moody and then by Joan Pringle. Now, that's something that we've always felt kind of mysterious because Lynn Moody left the show in the middle of the first season. I thought that Lynn Moody, I've always liked her as an actress. Everything I've ever seen her in, she was really good, very beautiful lady, very good actress. We tried to find out, again, did digging, tried to find out why she left, but we were not able to find out why she left the show after only one season. So that was a little bit weird, the fact that she just left no reason as to why. Joan Pringle, probably best known as Sybil Buchanan over on The White Shadow, replaced her as Tracy for the rest of the show's run. Tracy was married to Leonard. Leonard, portrayed by Lisley Wilson, was an accountant. He was stuffy, but also a nerd at the same time. He was a good guy, but he was very, very square. Also in the cast was Junior, portrayed by Ted Lange. He was a college student, and he was very hip, always jiving around, always had the tea, the scoop, the dirt around the neighborhood on everybody. And uh, also hanging around the barbershop all the time were Josh, portrayed by DeForest Coven, and Wildcat, portrayed by Jester Hairston. They were a couple of guys who hung around the barbershop. They were not only, you know, they were customers as well, but they liked to hang around and, you know, chit-chat with Cliff and chit-chat with Earl and Mama and Tracy and everybody else. So it was a really, you know, fun show, particularly in the first season. Um, basically, the episodes were about Cliff, Clifton and what was going on in his life. You know, of course, there were also episodes about Earl. 
Um, every now and then you see one about, you know, Mama or Tracy and Leonard. But for the most part, the episodes were about Clifton. The show revolved pretty much around him. It did somewhat revolve around Mama a little bit, too, because, like I said, she, you know, they lived together. And, uh, you know, they had their differences here and there but they got along very well for the most part but uh, it was a very fun enjoyable show too bad didn't have longer of a run but the episodes that you know were made and that you know are out there now they're definitely worth a watch if you've never seen the show before a lot of people I was looking over on YouTube at you know the comments and I was kind of surprised by um, how many people said that they did not they never heard of the show I know some guy was talking about he couldn't believe that Clifton Davis and Teddy Wilson and Ted Lanes were all in the same TV show. He was very, very surprised by that. But you also had comments from people who said they remember watching the show and they hadn't seen it in a long time. But the show was really good. It was classic. should have been on longer. So I guess it depends on the person. But um, the comments for the most part that I saw on social media and also on the internet itself, like in internet movie database, for instance, the, the comments were mostly positive and you know, rightfully so. But uh, in the second season, they did make some changes to the show. Like I said, the theme song changed. The theme song, like I said, I just didn't care for it. Um, I liked that funky soul theme song in the beginning in the first season. Second theme song was just a little bit too sappy. Um, I just, it was just, I don't know, just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Even as a four-year-old, I didn't like it. And when I heard it again, um, now that I'm in my 50s, uh, my feelings about the theme song have not changed. I'm sure some people out there, uh, you know, will hear it and they'll like it. And they'll be like, what's the matter with her? My sister doesn't care for it either, by the way. She likes the first theme song better too. Um, again, go and check it out for yourself over on YouTube and see what you think. But uh, one thing in the second season was they got rid of Josh and Wildcat. All of a sudden they were gone and they provide a lot of good comic relief to the show. You know, and all of a sudden they, you know, just were not there anymore. Weren't hanging around the barbershop, um, you know, not getting a shave from Clifton or whatever. They just disappeared. So it was really weird that all of a sudden they were gone. And then another thing, and this is, this is me being a little bit picky. This is just something that, that irked me, uh, personally. Um, Earl had a center part in his hair in the second season. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. (laughs) Not a good idea for him to have that part. I mean, he looked like alfalfa to me from the Little Rascals. It just was not a good idea. Um, if you see Theodore Wilson later on, because you know he was a fixture in '70s TV, particularly in you know African American sitcoms, he you you see you'll see that that part was not there for very long, because when he was on Good Times, he was on Good Times a few months after that's so my mama ended. That's when he began his Sweet Daddy run. Uh, well, he was wearing hats in those episodes, but he was also in the short-lived Sanford Arms. He was in an episode of, uh, a couple episodes of What's Happening. He was also on, uh, in an episode of The Jeffersons. The part was gone. So evidently he too realized that he made a big mistake. And speaking of Theodore Wilson, he and Joan Pringle, who portrayed the second Tracy, would end up marrying somewhere during this period. I'm not sure of the year that they actually married, 
Now, I read somewhere that they actually met on That's My Mama on this show, and that they married a short time afterward. I read somewhere else that they were already married when they started to do That's My Mama, so I'm not sure which story is correct. But um, I think, like I said, Little House on the Prairie, which was a very big, successful show for NBC, uh, I think that was the real problem with That's My Mama not having a longer run and the fact that, like I said, Little House cut into their ratings significantly. I think if they moved it to another night or another time even, that would have made a big difference. And I think that this show would have lasted longer. Last episode, like I said, interestingly aired on Christmas Eve, 1975. A lot of people call this show the prede- the predecessor to Barbershop, the Barbershop movies that they had, you know, with, you know, uh, uh, in the 90s and the 2000s. A lot of people call those the um, call this show the predecessor to that, which it really is. You could say that because what you see in the barbershop films is what you see on That's My Mama. It's the same type of, you know, feel and environment and, and atmosphere, except they didn't really get off on serious topics very much on That's My Mama. In the barbershop films, they got off on very serious subjects sometimes. There was lots of clowning and joking and laughing and having fun. But there were times when they got off on very serious subjects. But that didn't happen. That's my mom. It was a very, very lighthearted TV show. And like, so they didn't really focus on anything that was very serious. It was brought up that Clifton and Earl were in Vietnam. Or I know Clifton was in Vietnam. That came up in an episode or so. But that's pretty much as deep as it got. Um, there was going to be a revival in 1986 called That's My Mama Now. They did shoot the pilot. Ted Lange was going to be starring in that because his run on the love boat had just ended that same year. So he was available. However, Clifton Davis was not because he had just signed on to star in Amen, which would begin that very same year. Both he and Jester Harrison, who was Wildcat. Amen. Another really amazingly funny show. That definitely a future episode by the way but uh the pilot was shot but it was never picked up so they kind of went off of what's happening now that was kind of an inspiration for that's my mom and now because that's what's happening now was pretty successful and after its first season run and so they kind of got the idea well let's do that with that's my mom as well but again none of stations were interested in signing on for it and so it wasn't picked up but everyone went on to do well after That's My Mama's Run. Everyone went on to continue to do work in films and in TV. As I said, Clifton Davis would go on to star in Amen back in the mid-80s. Um, Teresa Merritt was in the movie The Wiz. I found out that she was supposed to be um, have Whoopi Goldberg's part in Ghost, as a matter of fact. But Patrick Swayze was really gung-ho on getting Whoopi Goldberg to be in that role. Of course, Lynn Moody was in everything from Roots to Knots Landing. And speaking of Lynn Moody, she and Joan Pringle were both in a season three episode of The White Shadow, which uh, was very interesting because when I saw them together, because they were in a scene together, I immediately thought about, oh, well, here are the two Tracys together in a scene. Um, 
And uh, as for, as I said, uh, Joan Pringle, like I said, the only was she on the white shadow, but she was on Generations, um, a soap opera on NBC for a while. She was also in an episode of Rock. So she too has stayed very busy throughout the years. Um, as I said, Theodore Wilson, you know, appearing in lots of episodic television. He also was uh, semi-regular on Crazy Like a Fox in the 80s. He also popped up on an episode or two of 227. And uh, we know about Ted Lange. He was Isaac over in Love Boat for nine seasons over on ABC as well. And uh, so, yeah, and uh, DeForest Coven was in one of the Rocky movies. I think he was in the very first Rocky movie. Yeah, I think he was, uh, he was over there on um, Apollo Creed's team. So he was in the first movie uh, for sure, maybe the second one as well. He was also in a couple of episodes of Good Times in the fifth season. And as I said, uh, um, Jester Harrison would go on to be Raleigh Forbes, my favorite character, over on A Man with Clifton Davis. Lynn Moody was also in an episode of, no, she was in two episodes of A Man, a season one episode and a season five episode. So that meant that you had Clifton and Tracy number one and Wildcat all reunited. So that was really a treat. But uh, if you've never seen That's My Mama, again, go to YouTube and check it out, or you can go to Tubi and stream it. Um, funny show, like I said, great cast, lighthearted, lots of fun. And as for the theme song, both theme songs, well, see what you think about them both, season one and season two, and go ahead and decide for yourself. That will, t- that will <laughs> on that note... That will conclude today's episode of Two Sisters in the TV as we took a look at That's My Mama. We'll have another episode coming up before the end of the year. We look forward to you joining us as we have our final episode of 2023. Thank you for your support of this podcast. Thank you for listening, following, rating, and reviewing. If you've not become a follower, don't forget to smash that follow button ASAP as hard as you can become a follower of this podcast. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.